I, the Lord, search the mind. I try the heart, even to give every man according to his ways, according to the fruit of his doings. Jeremiah 17.10 Dear God, you know everything we think about and everything we do. We cannot hide anything from you. But even though you know us better than anyone, you still love us and you still call us your children when we accept Jesus as our Savior. Thank you for your wonderful love. We love you too. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you for praying with us today. The Kids Bible in a Year podcast is sponsored by Little Passports, delivering monthly activity kit subscriptions that help kids explore the world. Cultivate curiosity and discover new interests with hands-on crafts and activities in cooking, science, crafts, and more, all with a unique cultural twist. Visit littlepassports.com blessed to learn more and save 20% with code blessed. Burning the Book In our last story, we learned how Jeremiah was appointed prophet of God. In this story, Jehoiakim will burn Jeremiah's scroll. Inspired by Jeremiah, 2 Kings, and 2 Chronicles. Hi there, it's Julia Sadler with the Kids Bible in a Year podcast. I'm so happy you're here. Today we get to hear a story about Jeremiah warning the priests and King Jericoam of what would happen if they didn't start listening to God and what they did instead. Let's jump right in. 23 years after Jeremiah became a prophet, a new king came to reign named Jehoiakim. Because of Egypt winning the battle against their city under King Josiah, Egypt was in control of the city. The city of Judah paid high taxes to Egypt every year. God told Jeremiah to once again go into the temple and tell the people of the city to cry out to God and repent, or the temple would be destroyed. Just like all the other times, the people would not listen. In fact, this time, the priests and the prophets in the temple became angry at Jeremiah because they believed that his words were wrong. They grabbed him and threatened to kill him, saying, What makes you think you can come into the temple and say those things claiming that they are from God? You are a disgrace, and we are going to kill you. The officials of the city defended Jeremiah against the priests and the prophets, saying, let him go. He is not wrong. These are the words of God. The priests let him go, but told him that he was never allowed to come into the temple ever again. So God told Jeremiah to write a book that listed all of the things he told Jeremiah about the judgment that was to come to the people of the city. Jeremiah called for his scribe named Baruch, and he did just as God instructed. When he was done writing the book, he sent his scribe to the temple to read it out loud to the people that were there, because he was not allowed to go there. Baruch did as Jeremiah requested and read the book in the temple. This time, the officials of the city heard what was in the book, and they were afraid of the coming destructions. They spoke to each other and decided to take the book to King Jehoiakim. 
they approached the scribe and asked to take the book to the king. Then they instructed him to take Jeremiah and himself out of the city into hiding, so that they could be safe, and instructed him to keep it a secret from the other people in the city. They brought it to the king who was sitting by the fire, and said, King, this book contains words from God, and was being read in the temple. You must hear what it says. The king agreed to hear what was in the book. As they read each page of the book, the king would rip out the page and throw it into the fire to destroy it. They asked him to stop, but he did not care. He continued to do it until the entire book was in the fire. The book was read aloud, so everyone in the room heard what the book said. But no one was afraid or cried out to God. Instead, the king was very angry. He immediately shouted, Go! Find the prophet Jeremiah and his scribe that wrote this book and bring them back to me so they can be thrown in prison for this. The king's men went out and searched high and low for Jeremiah and Baruch. But God protected them and they couldn't be found. God then spoke to Jeremiah again and said, I want you to write another book. Just like the one that was burned in the fire by the king, I want you to then bring it before the king with a message from me saying, You burned the book because you did not want anyone to know of the destruction I was going to bring to the people of the city. You did not want them talking about how I will allow Babylon to take over the city because you have not listened to my words. You will die a dishonorable death. When you die, your body will be left out in the open to rot and it will not be buried like a king's body should. Your throne will be taken away from you, and none of your children will get it back from you. Jeremiah did as God said, and had his scribe write down the words of God once again. He continued to add to the book over time until it was complete. He added to the original book more of what was to come, including the words telling the people of the city that Babylon will destroy the city and that you will be taken from your land for 70 years until your children have been brought back by God. Baruch continued to obey God and write what Jeremiah spoke, but he was afraid for his life. God spoke directly to him, reassuring him, saying, I see that you are scared. It is a great burden to be the scribe for my prophet Jeremiah, and your life may seem like it is in danger, but do not be afraid. I will take care of you. I will spare your life when this city is destroyed. Do not be afraid. I will take care of you. Aren't the words Barak heard from God the most wonderful words? They're perfect for just about any scary situation. Feel anxious about moving somewhere new? God says, do not be afraid. I will take care of you. Feel sad because you've lost someone you love? God says, do not be afraid. I will take care of you. Feel angry or worried because someone picked on you or was mean? God says, do not be afraid. I will take care of you. No matter what you face in life, your loving Heavenly Father looks down at you, his precious child, and says, Do not be afraid. I will take care of you. Mm. 
Just hearing those words makes me feel so peaceful. You too? Can you believe those silly Israelites missed out on it? Let's remember what happened. God's people had given their word they would obey him, but then they broke it. In fact, they had been ignoring God and worshiping worthless idols for hundreds of years. But one thing you should know about the Lord is that he is fair, always, always, always. And the Lord had told his people that if they disobeyed his laws, the laws he gave to keep them safe, healthy, and happy, they would have to leave the beautiful, wonderful land he'd given them. So when they disobeyed him the first time, God had every right to kick them out. That would have been fair. But because God loves his people and he is also patient and kind, he gave them another chance and another one and another one and a whole bunch more after that. He also sent prophets like Jeremiah to warn the people that he meant what he said. If they didn't stop worshiping worthless idols and turn back to him, they'd have to leave the beautiful, wonderful land he'd given them. You see, God always means what he says, but he also wanted to make super duper, absolutely, positively sure that every single person knew they had the chance to change their behavior and stay in the land. So Jeremiah told the priests in the temple, stop worshiping worthless idols and worship God or else the army of Babylon will come and take you away. But the priests got angry with him. They didn't believe Jeremiah at all. They believed a terrible, horrible, awful lie instead. Now the most dangerous lies are the ones that are a little bit true. And this was one of those. The priest said, God is good and he loves us. That part of the lie is true. Then they said, and because he loves us, we can do anything we want and nothing bad will ever happen. Oh, it sounds like those priests didn't know God very well. And King Jehoiakim, who didn't care one bit what Jeremiah said, didn't know God at all. You see, God does mean what he says, and he loves us too much to let us keep making bad choices. God is fair, and he gives Judah lots of chances to change, but they choose not to, so their consequences would come. And while it's nice to think that because God loves us, nothing bad will ever happen in our lives, the truth is we live in a world that's broken. It's filled with the consequences of everyone's bad choices. And so sometimes you might face scary situations that aren't your fault. That can make you feel sad or anxious or angry. But if you believe that going through a scary situation means God doesn't love you, that's a terrible, horrible, awful lie. Because you can be super duper, absolutely, positively sure that no matter what you face in life, your loving Heavenly Father is looking down at you, His precious child, and saying, do not be afraid, I will take care of you. And He will, because God always means what He says. I'm so happy you joined me today. Come back next time to hear about a vision the Lord gave Jeremiah about fruit and what it meant for God's people. Remember, 
The Bible is the best story ever told. It's God's story to you, and it's all true. Enjoyed the podcast? Leave a review to help other parents discover us and spread the gospel around the world. Thanks for listening to Pray.com's Kids Bible in a Year. For more Bible stories and wisdom to last a lifetime, download the Pray.com app for free today. Thanks for listening to Kids Bible in a Year. I want to invite our adult listeners to check out my other show, Unapologetic, God's Truth on Today's Topics. It's unfiltered, important, inspiring, and we have awesome conversations and amazing guests such as Candace Cameron Bray, Vice President Mike Pence, Dr. Robert Jeffress, Shannon Bream, Maddie Pruitt, and so many others. We are helping you have conversations that empower you to have bold faith in a broken world. You'll be excited, inspired, and encouraged in your faith as you check out Unapologetic. Remember that you can tune in wherever you get your podcasts and on Pray.com.